Welcome to BDE Radio, guys. This is your boy, Groobs, a.k.a. Ryan. I just wanted to come on here and quickly talk about why we haven't been recording of late. Um, I know we haven't posted an episode in two weeks, and that's, you know, sometimes we skip weeks, but that's just part of it. Um, this one's a little bit different. I'm not going to lie to you guys, it's a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to cl- quickly come on, chat for a little bit, tell the story, and you guys will probably already know what I'm about to tell you guys, but I, I felt obligated to come on here and talk to you guys as well as honor somebody near and dear to me. Um, this way, tomorrow when we post our episode, don't really have to talk about it. We can, you know, fully focus on college football, NFL, and and some of our picks that we're going to get into. You know, that's something we were really looking forward to, so... I didn't want to distract from what we wanted to do. And I really wanted to have a moment to myself to talk about this because it's not easy to talk about. And again, most of you who listen to this are friends and family. So you probably already know what I'm about to talk about. So two weeks ago on Wednesday, um, received a phone call and the phone calls. It's not good guys. Um, My little sister was on her way to the hospital because she wasn't breathing. Um, My dad ends up telling me, you know, we're on our way to Athens. She's not breathing. She's in the ambulance. Um, They get her to the hospital. They work on her for hours. And I'm sitting up at my parents' house, you know, thinking the longer this goes on, the better. She'll come out. She'll come out of this. She'll come out of this, you know, praying. I'm on my knees praying. And around like 5 o'clock, get a phone call from my dad and, you could just hear it in his voice. Said she's gone. And, you know, you fall to your knees and don't really know what to say other than, you know, you just start crying and you just don't believe it's real, right? I, I just, I couldn't comprehend the fact that my little sister was gone. And um, she she passed with a brain aneurysm which essentially just, you know, blood vessel popped in her head and just had some bleeding on her brain that just, even if she would have came back, um, she wouldn't have been the same. She would have probably been in a coma, but we'd still have her. But, I mean, it's a freak thing, and everybody that's t- I've talked to about it has said if she, unless she was on the operating table when it happened, there wasn't, it was, it was that's what was going to happen, so... Um, you know, she, she woke up with a headache on Wednesday morning, called my mom, you know, took some Advil, went back to sleep and roommate found her not sleeping because my mom called her and, you know, my dad had to walk Ashley and through, you know, doing CPR and stuff. So my heart's broken for her. It's broken for my dad, my mom, the rest of my family and all her friends. Um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that you don't, I still don't believe it's real. It's my little sister, you know, I I just don't believe that my little sister Kelly's gone. That I'll never, you know, talk to her again, hear her voice, go on a vacation, do all the trips that we have planned. Cause I mean, two weeks from now, we're supposed to be going to Vanderbilt. We're supposed to be going to Nashville for the game. And she was, you know, talking about, you know, going to, Florida and maybe going to the Clemson game and giving me a hard time because she was going to go and I wasn't. 
And I had just stayed at her house in Athens the weekend before to play golf with the guys. And it's just hard to believe that like that she's gone. But it's the rea the reality that we live in now is that she's she is gone. And I wanted to say thank you to every single person that, you know, came by the house last week and the week before and just simply came and hugged my mom and hugged my dad and hugged me and hung out for a little bit, maybe drank some beers with me and me and dad and the rest of us. Um, I wanted to say especially thank you and express my appreciation for the Romines who, as some of you guys know, if you, you guys listen to this, then, you know, I did one of these back in, in March because Austin, you know, unfortunately was in an accident and he passed away as well. So it's, it's unreal that our two families are having to go through this again, not even six months in between, almost at the same, they both pass at almost the same exact age to the day. It's just two freak accidents that should never happen. And, you know, I, me and my sister, you know, Kelly had a really tough time with that. And I did what I could to tell, you know, help her with through it and just tell her to continue to believe in her faith and believe that she's going to see him one day. And I got to listen to my own words now and believe that because that's what she would want. You know, there, there are things that will stay with you, and this one will never not stay with me. I'll think about my sister for the, every day for the rest of my life until I see her again. You know, we, we did the memorial service last week, and again, thank you to everybody that came, everybody that watched the live stream. Um, we can't say how much we appreciate the love and support we have received. It's just outpouring and endless and it's exactly what we need right now. Um, we're, you know, we're still processing this whole thing. I know I still am. And again, I still feel like Kelly should just be texting me or walking through the door, giving me a hard time, you know, ask my mom what's for dinner. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's unreal. It really is. But back, back on track, uh, we do the memorial service. And it's, it's about as great as it can go. And I'm, I'm going to talk about some things that that came from that and some of the things were heard from her friends and from her friends, you know, and family as well. You know, Kelly played college softball. She played at Kennesaw State. And she played at Georgia Gwinnett. Um, she actually played unlike myself. So I, I'm going to give her some credit because she was, you know, just about as competitive as I am and, she always wanted to be better than me, so I'll give her some credit because she definitely was. But when she hung him up, she could have, you know, turned to the party scene and done that whole thing. And I'm not saying that Kelly was perfect by any means, but she didn't go completely down that path, right? She had her fun. She joined a sorority. But she she took a different path than I'll say I did. So I went to Athens and partied my ass off. Do you guys know that? Those of you that know me, that's me. Maybe not as much anymore, but that's me. Um, but Kelly chose a different path. She leaned very heavily into her faith. She started going to the North Star College Ministry 
or a ministry called uh, Wave. That was our, that's our little thing that they do there. She really leaned into it. She decided that that's what she wanted to do. And then she had another plan. She was going to be a lawyer. She was going to go to law school after she graduated from KSU. And she took the LSATs and did all of that. And then she did this this dance for special needs kids. I can't remember what it was called at the time. So sorry for that. But she did that and she realized what she wanted to do. She realized she wanted to help people, help kids. And so she decided she wanted to be a teacher and she wanted to coach softball. So she decided she was going to go to grad school and get te- her teaching degree. And so she ended up at UGA, um, go dogs. She ended up at UGA and she went there last year during COVID. So she didn't really get a full Athens experience like me, like I did. So this year she was, you know, super excited, was going to go all the football games, and she unfortunately didn't get to experience that. But that that's that was what she decided she wanted to do because she put other people's needs before her own. So she turned to her faith, which completely changed her entire plan and her outlook on life. And then, you know, we're sitting in the house last week or the week before, you know, it's, it's still fresh on our minds, and a bunch of her sorority sisters came over, about 15 of them are sitting in the living room and sitting there talking to my mom and my dad. And they're sitting there telling stories upon stories about how Kelly helped turn them towards Jesus and towards Christ. And that, to me, it blew me and my, my parents away. Because what better thing to hear than your daughter, your sister, Help me find God. And that that's one of the biggest things. It was a recurring theme of how Kelly continuously put others ahead of her and put the big guy upstairs ahead of her, her wants and her needs and helped other people find that path. It's she she did this YouTube video and it surfaced this past week and it was included in the memorial. If you guys haven't watched the memorial, it's on Facebook, and I can send you the link if you want me to, if you want to watch it. But it's about living sent. How we're we're sent. We we have to live like we were sent to spread His word. And Kelly did it in a way that it wasn't pushy. It wasn't you know like I'm better than you because I do this and that. It was you know hey. I'm going to wave tonight. You know, I'm going to small group, whatever. If you want to come, come, come check it out. See what it's all about. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But if you can't come, all right. And then she would just, you know, continuously do that to her friends until one day maybe they showed up. And a few of them did. And a few of them found the path that they were intended to be on. And it just amazes me every time I hear those kind of things. And that was something that got repeated during the memorial service, how that's what she was sent here to do. And Mike, our pastor at North Star, that's what he, you know, he hounded on that. Not really hounded on, but he, he hammered that home was. Kelly was sent here for a purpose. She achieved that purpose and then some. And the big guy said, you've done enough. It's time for you to come home and you have won the race. 
you are victorious. You get to reap what you are rewarded. Because Kelly is in heaven now, guys. I firmly believe that. I know she is. I, I can feel it. And I know she was sent down here for that purpose. You know, you hear those stories from those girls and, and her, her guy friends and, you know, all these people that have said this. It's not, it's not just one or two guys. I'm talking about a buttload. And if you were at the memorial service, you, you, you were probably one of them. I'm, heck, I'm one of them now. I'm better because of this. And that sucks to say, but Kelly brought that back to me. Because I know I have to if I ever want to see her again. Because Mike said to me or to my family and I, well, you know, the next day after this happens, this Thursday, he said, we got the raw end of this deal. Because she's up there for eternity. And she's up there with Austin. So we got the raw end of this deal, not her. So I know if we want to ever see her again, we have to continue down the path that she put us on. And that's what I ask of any of you that have ever been touched by my sister and she helped you find Christ. It's to continue down that path and continue to, to follow Jesus and build that relationship with God because it's the only way you're ever going to get to see Cal again. And it's the only way I'm going to get to see Cal again. And I sure as crap intend to see my little sister again and, you know, punch her in the shoulder and say, why did you do this to mom? <laughs> why did you do this to dad? Why did you do this to me? But I know the answer is, hey, I just want to come see Austin. I know they're up there, you know, looking down upon us, giving us a hard time for being sad and grieving. But, I mean, we miss you guys. You know, we do. We simply just, you know, miss you guys. And we, but we all know, and it's selfish for us to be this way, but we all know we're going to see you again, but we wish you were here right now with us. You know, I shouldn't have to be making this podcast for this episode for you guys. For you, I shouldn't have had to do it six months ago for Austin. But here we are. And we know we'll see you guys again one day. Um, the next thing I really want to talk about about Kelly and the, one of the themes that was hammered in at the, the memorial service was the light that she brought. Kelly was always a light. Every time you see a picture of her or a video of her, she was always smiling, even though she was super competitive. <laughs> you know, she, she knew more about sports than most guys because she was around sports because of me. And then, you know, she took, took it upon herself to one-up me. So good on you, Kel. But she was always the light in the room. She was always there for people. And... And the thing is what, you know, we're, we're all walking through the darkness right now. And we, we went to church on Sunday and Mike, he, he changed his sermon up from the series that we're doing. And he wanted to bring this message to the, to everybody at church on Sunday. And it was, it was about Psalm, Psalms 13. And it was talking about darkness and how there's three things that you can do when you're in darkness. And you can either 
given to isolation, given to bitterness and loneliness. So you can take those three paths. You can sit in loneliness, sit in isolation, and become bitter towards God. And that's when, you know, you ask those questions of why. Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to... I just want to understand. And you'll never understand his plan. And instead of, you know, wandering around in the darkness, you need to stay on that path of leaning into God and following his path that he's laid out for you instead of wandering off. So that's what I'm choosing to do. That's what I intend to do, and I hope the rest of you do as well because that's what Kelly would want you to do. And in that darkness, there's a light at the end of it, right? Everybody talks about the light at the end of the tunnel, and I choose to believe that Kelly is that light, the light that everybody's talked about that I continuously hear repeated over and over and over again from everybody. That Kelly is that light. And now that she's looking over all of us, she will protect us. You know, when we get out of line, she'll pull us right back. She'll be the one that says, hey, man, stop. You're doing the wrong thing. Let's do this instead. You know, I'm, I choose to believe that 100% because I have to. And I have to believe that if I do those things and at the end of the day when I reach that light, it'll be Kelly right there, arms wide open, saying it's about dang time that you showed up. Because you, I got a lot of work to do to get there, but one day I'll get there and I'll hug the crap out of you, Kel. Um. Kelly was a special person. I, I don't have to tell you guys that. You can tell by that how many people she's touched and how many people will just continuously say how great she was and all the support that we've all received from, from the community and everybody. I mean, everybody knew the dang girl. Everybody was a best friend, you know. It sucks, but Kel, I love you. I'll always cherish the time that we had. You know, you were only here for 23 years, and that's way too short, but you made your impact. And you 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 won the race. Well, you came in second, but you're up there with Austin now, and you guys are looking down upon us. And we will continue your legacy down here, and we will always love you and we will miss you every single day, but each day that we take, it's one step closer to being reunited with you up there, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see you again, Kel, and it's going to be a great day. I love you with all my heart. I know it's a little broken right now, but knowing you're up there makes it a little bit better. It gives me a little bit of peace, so I love you, Kel. I'll see you again one day.